This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again. And this is a show that I'm thinking I'm going to keep to the Patreon coming up to February 1st because it's Gilmy Talks Wrestling. And here we go. We cannot change the past, but we can start today to make a better tomorrow. 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 so guys i have been loving aew the past year i really have i've come back to watching it i'm watching it on a weekly basis i love the product and the past little bit has been really cool because Right now, I believe all the champions are AEW bred talents. Like, right now, all the champions are MGF. Well, he had a history in, in MLW, but that was year, years ago now. Jamie Jamie Hayter, never even heard of her before AEW. Jade Cargill is still the TBS, TBS champ. And that's awesome because she is a new wrestler. But she is just absolutely killing everybody for that title. And I'm I'm really enjoying her feud with the baddies right now. I think that's very, very cool. How they're all kind of teaming up. And I think that is going to go to a gauntlet match. And that's how she's going to get screwed out of the uh, title. The uh, acclaimed homebred AEW tag team champion that is probably one of the hottest tickets in that company right now. Darby Allin. He wouldn't... Uh, he would never get looked at by WWE. He wouldn't. And he is now, once again, their TNT champ. Orange Cassidy. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I really enjoy enjoy the guy. I do. I wish I did uh, get to see him at uh, when he was in London at the Smash. But, well, I missed that show. Wanted to go see him, but, you know, stuff happened. And Def Triangle. They are not an AEW team per se, because Pac is from spent time as Neville in WWE, and the Lucha Brothers are a worldwide talent. But they are putting those trios, trios titles to the work in with uh, the Elite right there now, and with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, I'm really enjoying that. Their seven match thing, but I'm not a big fan of best of sevens because. They always go to seven matches, so it doesn't really matter Matter the first six. And that's horrible to say because these guys have been killing themselves, putting on amazing matches. It's like 3-1, oh, da-da-da. I've never seen one that didn't go seven matches. Now let's just go to MJF here. He has been the title for 28 days now. Won the title from John Moxley, who... Won the title from CM Punk. And Punk is just... 
let's not go there. Because Moxley is has been champion. Punk has been champion. Then Page, Omega, Moxley again. And Jericho was the first one. But Moxley is going to be on and off champion. I can see that guy being a company guy for the next few years. And just being in the title picture non-stop. Or the main event scene Top of the card, whatever you want to call it, I can see Moxley being there. But MGF having the title, he is, he won it at uh, full gear. And he's had the title for just under a month. And he has a new title belt. And I think he is, the special attraction thing is going to go very, very well. Um, he is better on the mic and chase, having people chase him. Than actually wrestling week to week, which I think it's very, very smart. But with Ryan Danielson calling him out on that, and MJF absolutely killing it in the gym and doing his whole thing, and he looks better than ever, and he's taking the championship really seriously. And I think that MJF might have that title for a long time. He also has a dynamite diamond diamond ring. So, Jamie Hayter, I did not think she would was going to win the belt. But she also won it at uh, Full Gear from Tony, Tony Storm, who was the interim champion for 76 days and because she won the championship. But then it's an official reign because Thunder Rosa stepped down and doesn't know when she's coming back. But that's a whole, whole, whole thing there. And Jamie Hayter is absolutely killing it as a champion. Her and Britt Baker working together keep Jamie Hayter as a champion. Oh, I think that is absolutely amazing. But Tony Storm's run, I think, was very, very well. Well done. Thunder Rosa, very, very good. And then Britt Baker after Hikaru Shida held it, who has held the championship the longest, 372 days. And But she held it during the pandemic era. And yeah, you know. All the way back to Nyla Rose, who had it for 100 days, and before that, their inaugural champion, Riho. And the women's division has really stepped up in the past six months, I think. It's gotten a lot better. Matches have got, got gotten better. I'm talking from top to the bottom of the card, like Sky Blue has gotten better. Ooh, we got Simon in the, in the, in the background, which I think's... I don't know what's going on, on there, guys. But I think the women's division in AEW, like my daughter loves watching the women's division in AEW. I think it's amazing. But, and it's a growing scene. There is going to be ups ups and downs. Like I think Sky Blue has a lot of potential. But I think if they bring like someone like Camille Brookhouse to take the title off of Jade, I think that would be a great, great feud right there. And the Acclaimed is a... Let's just go go through it here. They've been the champions for 86 plus days at this time, and everybody loves the the acclaim. They really do. They're fantastic. They are killing it with the rapping to to the ring. Max Caster, Bowens being the worker, and just and don't don't get me wrong. Max Max is a great wrestler on up on his own. And then Swerve. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland before them. I love that tag team, and Swerve is just going, going to be a little bit crazy. Young Bucks had it. Jurassic Express before they blew up had it. The Lucha Brothers. Young Bucks again. 
FTR did have the titles for 63 days. I think it would have been cool if they had the titles when they were the four, the three-time three-time champ with Ring of Honor, AAA, and IWGP, and then Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. They were champions for 228 days, and I don't think people remember that one because that is very cool. And then the first champs, SCU, Scorpio Sky, and Frankie Kazarian, which, honestly, first-time champs. I don't think anybody remembers who the first tag team champions of AEW was, but they are very, very cool. And I personally love love those guys, but the tag division has really developed there over since the uh, start, and I'm, I'm just loving a- AEW. And... The TNT title is now with Darby Darby Allen, who I first found out about through No Limits Wrestling when Pierre Doucette was running out of Hamilton. And then got it from... And Darby Allen is just... He is going to either seriously injure himself in the ring or be one of these crazy... Just crazy career guys that just doesn't get hurt. I don't know how how he does it. I really don't know how how he does it. He does those drops and those everything because he's Darby Allen and he, like he does avalanche code, code reds and coffin drops off the top rope. And if you know Darby Allen, you know he's he's that is just painful to watch sometimes. And Samoa Joe had it, the king of television. I kind of wish they would have kept that a little bit longer. And then before that, Wardlow's reign with 136, where he was just destroying everybody. Then Scorpio Sky is a t- the two-time TNT champ before that. Sammy Guevara had it for like 11 days. Okay. Yeah, because he is a three-time TNT champ. And before that, Cody Rhodes... And going back, Miro, and then Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes again. Mr. Brody Lee had it for 46 days. He was, I think, the first. Yeah, he was the first one. And then he dropped it to Cody. But, and rest in peace, Brody, Brody Lee. And the all-new mid-all-Atlantic champion, Orange Cassidy. I think only three guys have had this belt so far. Is it three or two? I know Orange Cassidy had it, and then Pac had it before him. And let's just trying to bring up the All Atlantic. Can't bring up the title history. Oh well. And then the trios, trio champion, the newer belt, which is the Elite had won it, and then Def Triangle had to take it over because the Elite was uh, the CM Punk issue happened. I don't know much about it. I'm trying to stay stay away from it. And somebody that I'm really liking so far, I have Action Andretti. I think that guy has a huge career coming up. I really do. Same as, uh, there's another one. There is. Yeah. Ari Davari. I'm loving that guy as a, as a uh, heel, heel. But... The entire roster, I'm personally loving how there's guys who have like high win losses. But then there's Brandon Cutler, who has 12 wins and 46 losses, which is pretty cool. Or, or Brian Pillman Jr., 
43 for over 32. And Brock, Brock Anderson, these young guys are working working their way up. And then there's guys like Jericho, Christian Cage, Christopher Daniels. I think that these guys have a lot going for them. Like, they really do. And I find it funny, a little funny on how the roster, how CM Punk is right above Colt Cabana with the, al- the al- alphabetical thing. I just find that a little funny. I know it's alphabetical, but that's humorous, humorous too, wouldn't me? Guys, I'm just literally scrolling through the roster now, seeing if anything pops up. Brody King is very cool. I think Danhausen could have been, can be used a lot better than what he is, but the comedy character is very cool. I love Danhausen. Like FTR, who knows what's going to happen with them? Eddie Kingston, I don't know what's going on with Eddie, Eddie right now, but. Loving seeing seeing all ego Ethan Page. Notice I'm just scrolling through the 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 alphabetical. Like Jeff Jarrett being on TV in AEW in 2022, having tag matches with Jay Lethal. It's just I I love that. Like, and then John Moxley has 94 wins, 13 losses, and one draw in his entire career. That is nuts. I think he has the most matches in in AEW right now. Just scrolling through because eh, Luchasaurus is 72 over 28. And then Doc, Dr. Luther of the Chaos Project, 13 and 52. Why does Mark Henry have 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 a, uh, have a listing? He's a commentator. But there's also like Matt Hardy and the Bucks and Matt Menard. I love seeing these things, but what about Miro? I think Miro can definitely come back and be amazing and do great things. But, and they still have Mr. Brody Lee listed out of respect, I think. Like, Orange Cassidy has 81 wins, 27 and 2. Like, Parker Bordeaux really needs to, uh, to get better, I think. I really do. I think he needs to, but now he's actually in, in, in a he's in in a group and I think that's probably the best place for him right now like Peter Avalon having 60 losses is wonderful Preston Vance lost the mask and I think it's going to be one of his years it's going to be a big year year for him Ricky Starks I think this is his breakout year it's either break it breakout or and, and make it kind of kind of year for Ricky Starks because He's Ricky Starks, and I think that he really needs a year to uh, make it. Sammy Guevara, he was the hottest thing in, in the company two years ago, and now he's kind of meh. And then Satnam Singh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with that guy? Serpentico of the Chaos Project has 101 losses. He might have the most matches in, in AEW, 14 wins and 101 uh, losses. Hmm. Serpentico is very cool. Sting has never been beaten. Swerve Strickland is freaking amazing. Probably the best signing of 2022 for them. Really, Yudisk really coming into his own. And then the woman's, woman's roster. Like, Athena is amazing. Britt Baker. Uh, let's see. Hikaru Shida, 73 matches. 73 wins, 17 losses. Oh, it's... Jamie Hayter's career, she's the current champion, but the, ro- 
Win-loss record is 21 in over 20. Hmm. Interesting. Layla Hurst can't can't wait wait for her to come back. And just like somebody like Madison Rain has a record of three three and ten, she's just putting over talent. I think it's great. Nyla Rose, eighty three wins, eighty five wins. Sorry, oh my goodness. Penelope Ford, they haven't updated the picture of of her. Her look has changed since she came back. Ruby Soho, 40-8. Uh, has only had one match. I'm very surprised by that. Willow Nightingale, I think she is one that's going to be a huge part of the division in 2023. This And the magical girl, Yuka Sakazaki. I think she's going to be really good. And the announcing team is, well, you know, it's awesome. And the refs, coaches... Yeah, and I love how Vicky Guerrero is a coach because she can probably do a lot, lot, lot to help him out. But yeah, that's just my opinion on uh, the AEW roster right now. So you guys, remember, I'm launching the uh, the uh, Patreon February first. Hope to see some of you there because I am actually doing a lot of work on it, which is surprising me, even me. <laughs> but you guys have a wonderful day. Go check out Ghost Jewels, 30% off with that promo code GILMI. Go check out my merch store if you are interested, or if you're interested in their merch. I am going to have a merch tier on the uh, Patreon. And also, go check out BatsInTheBelfryArt.com. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.